Welcome back to Specialty Coffee Talk. I'm your host, Philip, and we're back at it again. Two days in a row, my friends. This is the most consistent schedule we've ever had. Ever. Ever. Two days, right in a row. Uh, it's so great to be back with you. Grab a cup of coffee, put a smile on your face, take a sip. It's time for another conversation. So we really are back at it again. I'm joined once again by a very enthusiastic contributor, enthusiastic individual about coffee. Hello, how are you doing? You know, um, I need to start communicating with tone of voice exactly how well after that scathing criticism, crit- criticism? criticism that I received yesterday about my tone of voice not shifting as my passion increased. Today, my friends, is going to be all about passion. And Philip, your face will be passionately uh, ripped off. I mean, even while saying that, you... your voice is just not exceptionally <laughs> expressive, I think. I think that's the problem. Um, in my defense, my kid is sleeping right here. That is a good point. Uh, well, we're going to talk um, some new brew methods that we're trying out uh, that Eric uh, started started trying out, I, I should say, because I haven't tried it yet, but I drank some that he made, and it was delicious. Um, so let's get into that. What are you doing differently now that you think... Because this is like, this is, it. from what I tasted, it's, it's, it's a better recipe than what you had before, it seems like. It is so. This comes as a culmination of a new book by, not a new book, new book to me by Scott Rayo. On, and he, he's written tons. He's kind of a coffee master and he's written tons of books. All of his books are good. Check them out. And I've got the new one for the roasting, uh, which I've been learning lots of information. He has a blog that also has tons of information. And then that conversation with the lady from Clatch gave me a couple ideas like, hey, you know, let's try. Let's try the um, the more pours. I hadn't really gotten the sweetness from more pours before, but maybe it was just kind of a the specific situation or the actual brew method. Maybe on Chemex it doesn't have the same effect, or maybe so. Just thinking about flow rate and all that stuff. And so um, with Scott Rayo, we actually he was talking about the pre-wet and really like when you pre-wet your grounds. Our standard that we've been doing was two times the grams of whatever coffee you put in. So let's say you put in 25 grams of coffee, then your first pour, your bloom, would be 50 grams, right? Two times 25. But Scott was saying you need to do at least three times because you want all of that coffee to be wet because if if some of it doesn't get wet, then it's going to produce channeling and it's going to produce uneven extraction because some of the coffee is going to not be wet until, you know, partway through that second pour or later on. And then some of your beans are over extracted, some of them are under extracted, it's not even at all. So getting that 75, if, you know, three times your grams of water in to pre wet your beans and then adding some turbulence, like actually physically mixing it up your slurry, which is what it's called when the beans are wet at the, in the top of your little filter. So you actually mix the slurry and then let it, let it bloom that way. And when I tried that tonight, my goodness, the results were a lot more consistent. We tried, what, three or four different coffees. Yeah, we tried three different ones. Yeah, what was the... Oh, so, so one, the first one we tried 
was really old, right? How how old was that one? That one is, I believe, like exactly 26 days old. 26 days. And we expected what? We expected We haven't had any like good luck where we've thought that that, oh, as a as a Freda or a Flash Brew, we haven't thought like, oh, this is incredible. We've always thought, like, oh, it's, it's solid. Nice little brown sugar, the kind, of, the kind of standard stuff. But we haven't seen anything unique yet. And even after 26 days using this method of, well, combined with some others that we'll talk about in a second, we were able to actually get a really good flavor out of that one, which was surprising. Where was that one from? That's uh, El Sal Los Nubis. Nubis? I can't remember exactly where the region is, but El Salvador, um, usually really solid. Usually very solid. And so it was really good. I was That was the black honey process that we've um, talked about before. And so just that first, there's your first tent. Try that. Try the three times your grams. And that slurry, you want to mix that slurry up nice and quick. So pour for, you know, 10 seconds, let's say. And you should, adjust, you know, adjust that to your liking as well. Experiment a bit. And then mix it up really quick and let that sit and bloom and see what see what that does for you. So that really surprises me because what I've always been like given the impression of is that you're not, for some reason, in, in my head, like I, I've always, uh, I've done like the mixing at the beginning, mm. but um, from what you were saying, Scott Rowe, who is like, I don't know if we can describe who he is, but the man is a coffee legend. Would you yeah. say? Oh, yeah, let's give him legend status because he's he's really good and he goes around and just consults for coffee shops and he just knows a lot about coffee. He's very passionate about it, but he's written tons of books and he's very knowledgeable. So he knows good coffee. Yeah. So I've I've never understood the whole like I didn't realize that turbulence was such an important thing mm -hmm. because channeling, which is like um, not a consistent flow rate through your bed of coffee, right? Mm -hmm. It's not all the water isn't hitting all of the coffee. It's hitting some of it and some of it's dry. Yeah. So that that makes so much sense when you explain it that way. Yeah, and that's what it was it was just so interesting. I mean I read that read that article on his um on his website. So he's got this little blog I think it's called Where is Where's Scott Rayo or Where is Scott R A O. Um, and so check him out online. I, if you if you like coffee, you like the conversations we've been having. You'll you'll dig this. It's it's really informative and interesting. Um, and so we so I combined that. So I took that idea that I learned this morning and combined it with what the recipe that the lady from Clatch had given for what they use for Freddas, which is just a V60 over ice, right? And so then I combined a little bit of that. And I had to change it a little bit and adjust it because. Since we're now we're doing three times the grams in for our bloom, that changes already what Clatch, from what Clatch does. So I, I had to adapt that a little bit. But the thing that I kept was the 25 gram pours every 10 to 15 seconds. And doing that did seem to bring some really good sweetness out. And then finishing it off with, they call it the Rayo Spin which is interesting because Scott Rayo actually talks about, I learned about it today, but he says that there were like YouTube videos and stuff on it, but that he had never made it up. So he doesn't know why he was ascribed this, this technique. Because he's a legend. <laughs> yeah, so he just... There's myths and stories about Scott Rayo because he's that good at coffee. I mean, apparently, that's, I mean, that is kind of funny. Uh, so 
yeah, he he said he didn't actually, but then when he saw people doing it and he tried it himself, he was like, it actually works. That's really cool. So all you do is you take your V60 after you do your last pour and you literally swirl it, like moving in a circle, like, like if you were swirling a cup of water, just nice and gently and swirl it around and then put it back down on top of your carafe. And it, we tried it tonight on th three or four different, and it made that bed so smooth. Like it was so even at the end. So between all that turbulence, you're getting all of that at the beginning. You can, everything's wet. Everything's kind of at that same point, which is what you want, right? You want even extraction, which means the bed needs to be um, even, it needs to all be wet at the same time and the same way right and the same temperature and all that's good and for hand pours that's specifically hard unlike a machine you know we're not we're not machines we do things differently we make mistakes every time we do things differently every single time we make coffee and so trying to figure out what can i do to make it at least as consistent as i can this seems like a really big step in that direction adding that that initial um, turbulence after the pour so that it's really nice a nice good bloom and then that little spin at the end between those two things now I only have to worry about the middle as far as kind of adjusting so right and you're only your your pores are what you're looking for and even that you're trying to add turbulence so you're still hitting all the coffee as it goes the water's going through yeah at the same time which is like I don't know for some reason this seems so surprising to me but it's kind of obvious now, right? Like on this side of it, you're like, oh, well, that makes sense. Yeah, and that, I mean, that's how I feel. But I, f I also feel like we've been told kind of the opposite. Like you're not supposed to mess with it and you should only, you know, pour. Like, and you shouldn't insert anything in there or stir anything at all. And now we're stirring at the beginning and the end and it tastes better. So I, I feel like there is some misinformation we got along the way somewhere or tricked ourselves or something. This old El Sal is you know, 25 days, as we've, we've already said, 25 days old, okay, or 26. I don't remember. Tomatoes, tomatoes. Yeah. Um, and it tasted good with this brew method, or, well, not with the brew method, with this recipe. And it was, I don't know, it, it changed the way I thought about the coffee because it tasted different than I was used to. Um, with the other recipes that we had used. So I don't know if, if that's because there's deficiencies in what we're doing before. Um, I, this kind of makes me think that there is. Like it makes me think that we were missing something, right? Mm, yeah, like maybe maybe we were brewing the wrong way and that's why it wasn't coming out good, but like it came out fine. It just wasn't special, whereas after we tried the recipe tonight, it came out much more balanced, I would say, and um, just more intense. Like, everything was more intense. It was easier to distinguish everything in there. Yeah, definitely a lot more balanced. From start to finish, there was more, um, there was nuance, but balanced throughout the flavor, and it wasn't, um, b before, as a, as a, you know, old recipe, we'll do this contrast, old recipe, it's a, uh, really hard fruit flavor in the front and then it drops off hard and there's not much going on and then the aftertaste comes in and it tastes it's a fine after like it's fine it's not great I wouldn't say it's like ooh 
you should definitely get this because the, the flavor in the end is, is fantastic. I don't know if I would say you should buy this coffee, to be honest with you. I would say, yeah, it's solid. If you like El Sal, go ahead, try it. Um, but that that's how it, it came across to me the, the first few times that I've tried to make it. Um, and then Eric brought this new recipe. I tried that way different um, in flavor. So I feel like there was like this plum flavor in there um, that came through. And, and I won't, it's 25 days old. Yeah. There was an old flavor. The aftertaste to me was like old tasting coffee. Mm. And that's fine and it makes sense. Yeah. And I'm not gonna argue with someone and say, no, it tasted as good as it did from day three. But you know what I mean, it's, yeah. it was good. Um, so the flavors were there. Plum, um, a little more fruit in there that I, I can't identify stuff. I'm pretty bad at it, and so I hate to like just start throwing out random fruits and say that that's what it was. But that's kind of where I got. What did you get? Yeah, I'd say like a like a stone fruity, so like either a plum or a peach or a like definitely that kind of a soft skinned fruit, and then. I don't know, like a little bit, I don't know. We tried three right next to each other. I'm kind of, I don't want to mix them up, but yeah, no, definitely for that really old one, I would say that plum. And then the the really nice brown sugar toward the end. It wasn't like a um, cane sugar or a molasses or a, where it was, to me, it wasn't like only that old flavor. It was like a a nice brown sugar and the old flavor was there too. That was uh, I also today bought a Ecuador, a coffee from Ecuador. Very exciting. Have never tried one from Ecuador. Um, so Eric had recommended this to me. He said he got it. It was really good <coughs> as a uh, Freda. And so I was like, all right, I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going to go get one of those after work today. And I saw that they had a bag of the coffee. And so I swallowed the bullet. Bit the bullet? <laughs> Bit the bullet. Yeah, swallowed, swallowed the bullet. Yeah. Digested the bullet. I don't know. I had the bullet. Yeah. Um, I bought the coffee. I got the Freda. So I tasted the Ecuador done by them as a Freda. Really good. <laughs> got to take this coffee home. Roasted yesterday. But you know us. We don't, we don't stand down to the, the ways of specialty we challenge the norms even the ones that should not be challenged aka we're too impatient to wait i wanted to know what it tasted like yeah. eric wanted to know what it tasted like yeah. um so he made it with this this newer method of of brewing a v60 and uh wow yeah no it came out came out really good and it definitely still had that, um, you know, fresh uh, flavor up front, which to me, it kind of tastes like a little bit like a paper filter and a little bit like, wow, I don't like that. And kind of like a gassy stings your tongue. Not like stings, but like really bothersome, not fun. And then right after that, though, you can kind of get, if you can get past that and you know what it tastes like already, then you can get past and look into the other flavors and what's there. And the other stuff that was there, uh, very, very promising. I think this coffee's going to be stinking bomb when we uh, try it in another couple days. 
yeah, I'm not going to make any assumptions as to what the flavors were. Uh, all I know is I sipped, I slurped, I drank, and I was pleased yes. by the flavor that I got. Not the new flavor, not that lovely green fresh, blah, yeah. uh, carbon, carbon dioxide, is that what it is? <laughs> uh, the burning off that carbon there, yeah. Um, one thing, yeah, those gases. One thing I did want to mention, oh, and we, we did, Ashley, our sister, uh, roasted a coffee, uh, the Nicaragua, Los Congos, I believe, on our little roaster. Um, and she did that tonight, so then we obviously had to try that. And we actually tried it using this method, that the new method of, for the V60, and we were like, well, it works really good as a, you know, a flash brew. I wonder what it tastes like hot. And, you know, obviously I have to adjust the recipe a little bit, accounting for the ice and all that. And I think it actually came out very promising. What do you think? I would agree with you. I, tonight, I wasn't, I didn't drink a coffee and think, uh, this, this is bad. I don't want this. Yeah. Right. It was like, okay, I know that these two are really new. They're going to develop longer as they release the gas. It's yeah. going to taste better soon. And I was like, yeah, that'll be great. Um, El Sal, way too old now, but it was it was so much better than when I when I had it at, at the the uh, what you would call um, proper times, I guess. Mm. Um, it, it tasted better. Besides the, uh, you know the old bean flavor it tasted better to me yeah no and i would i would agree with you so i think this method has been really i mean I, that's four cups of coffee uh three of them iced and one of them hot um not the ideal beans not the ideal setting uh but definitely seems to bring a fair bit of consistently better results is what i would say yeah can you recap that um recipe so that our friends on of the podcast, those who listen for some reason. Thank you, by the way. That's amazing that so you. many of you guys listen. It's crazy. Yeah. We love you guys. Um, so here's the recipe. If you guys want to try it at home, uh, which you should, and then please let us know what you get. You can contact Philip through Instagram, contact me through Instagram, hit us up on Anchor, all kinds of ways to contact us. Um, let us know what you get because I want to see if there's good results for you as well. So here's what you do. Um, you do whatever your grams you're going to do for your coffee. You do your bloom is going to be three times whatever the grams is. So if let's say it's 25 grams, then that would be 75 grams for your bloom. So you pour your bloom within about 10 seconds. You stir the slurry, stir, 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 really quick. Get it all nice and saturated. Then you complete your pour up to, I would do like a, probably like a 30 gram pour get you just over 100 maybe 110 and then do your last bit getting you to 150 if you're doing iced if you're going all the way to 300 i would kind of go 50 gram pour 50 gram pour 25 25 25 and then a 50 again i think that comes out to 300 and just kind of pulse it that way and you're going to get pretty good result and then end off with that rayo spin which is you just grab it grab your v60 lift it up uh, swirl it like you would, like you're swirling a fine wine. Swirl it a few times, and you'll notice it all kind of balance out uh, within 
within your filter and then put it back down and just watch it filter the last bit of that coffee and I think you're going to be pretty happy with what happens. All right, that's going to do it for us here at Specialty Coffee Talk. Um, I just want to say, I d we really do appreciate the fact that people listen to this. It seems kind of absurd. Um, I always thought that my mom would be the only one that appreciated it, but uh, we have we have a few people. I think I'm making it sound like there's more than there is. Um, but the thousands of people that take it, that's not true. That's totally a lie. There's There's not that many, but there is a lot. I don't know. It's way more than I expected would ever listen to it. Um, I really appreciate you taking the time out of your day to listen to us talk about coffee and be stupid. Um, it seems kind of ridiculous. Really, really appreciate it. Yeah, I can't say enough. Really appreciate everybody, everybody that listens. And hopefully the show is making coffee more um, understandable, accessible, fun, um, and maybe passing along a bit of that community and that enjoyment that we ourselves experience. If we can pass on that feeling to you guys through this show, then, I mean, even if it's one person that's getting that, hey, I think that's cool. That's absolutely true. Um, I just put up a post on my Instagram, philmco. That's what my Instagram handle is, at philmco. Um, I just put up a a post asking for people to um, give me feedback on what they think of the show. So if you would be willing, please, uh, I know you're taking more time, but it would be super awesome. Um, I'd be very grateful uh, if you could either call, call in here on Anchor, tell me uh, how it's helped you or what you would like to know more about, um, maybe what you think we should do differently to make the show better. Um, we'd love to hear your feedback. Eric, do you have anything to add to that? I think feedback from the people listening and enjoying the show is always fun and fantastic. And, I mean, also give, uh, give, give a little a little what do you enjoy about the show as far as, like, where are you like, man, Philip, you are crushing this show. Uh, throw some of those out there, too. Yeah. Super awesome to hear from you guys. Please let us know what you think. Till next time. Grab a cup of coffee, take a sip, and smile, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see you next time for another conversation.